0: To a sad but hopefully informative episode of
1: brutal battle.
0: Yeah. So first off, people, if you notice my voice sounds kind of different, I sound congested, stuffy, messed up. It's because I am just getting over a bad cold that had me locked in the house for literally three days. Actually, I was locked in the house for one day, feeling bad.
1: Locked in the house.
0: Well, I mean, I didn't leave the house. You didn't leave the house, right? It's not like you locked me I did me in. not lock yeah. Yes, Rebecca locked me in the house. <laughs> she said, you're on quarantine. No, so I was homesick for one day, then I went to work for one day, then I was sick for three days after that because I got even worse. So it was one of those like terrible head cold things where your face is leaking 24-7, you just feel super sick. So anyway, I say all that to say my voice sounds different, but also this is the episode we would be doing for Saver. But,
1: but we didn't get to go. <laughs>
0: we missed it because of my sickness. Um, we were invited back. I think this was going to be our fifth year yeah. in a row. And we were really excited because uh, there were a lot of breweries we never heard of on the list. And we were like, sweet, we'll be able to like really focus on just tasting a bunch of really new breweries to us. And that was going to be the focus, but unfortunately we just couldn't. We tried to let it go last minute to see if we could make it work somehow, but I just... I couldn't even function, to be honest. Yeah. I couldn't. And um, I was in contact with Abby Cohen, the one of the people who kind of runs. She does the PR and runs all the media stuff for the event. And she um, she's really nice. She's been very helpful. She's been there, I think, all the years we've gone. And she had said, I, I kind of reached out to her and I told her what the situation was. I was like, you know, just so you know, if we don't end up making it, It's not because we just decided not to come. It's because of what's going on with me, you know, being sick. It's a game time decision. And she was kind of like, oh, well, I feel like if you could let me know sooner than later, that would be great. Because there is actually a wait list for media to get into the event. And if you can't make it, we'd really like to give your credentials to someone else. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So in that case, I was like, the right decision is to just say we're not coming and let someone else make it.
1: Especially because Carlin definitely was not 100%, so it wouldn't have been fair to use the tickets.
0: Right. Also, I wouldn't have been able to smell anything. I wouldn't have been able to barely taste anything. I think the only thing that really would have registered for me is, like, extreme hop bitterness and booziness. That probably would have been it. So So. it was going to be... Yeah, so really bummed about it, but it's like, what can you do? Yeah,
1: so Savor this year was only Friday night instead of the Friday Saturday. Right. Uh, Yeah, so
0: they scaled it back. So I was trying to figure out what else we could do, and I was like, oh, Jen and Colin Hikes usually go, who listen to the show. And I reached out to Colin, or Jen or Jess? Jess. Jess. Sorry. I'm sorry. I work with a Jen, so Jen's always I was on like, my mind. I was yeah, like, Rebecca was like, huh? I'm
1: like, yes, Madeline, I'm sorry. Jen no. Sorry about that.
0: Yes, yeah, so Jess and Colin Hikes. You're correct. And uh, yeah, they usually go. So I reached out to Colin and I was like, hey, are you guys going by chance? And you could kind of be like a correspondent for <laughs> us? Like, just kind of say what beers were really good and give us some information to share. But he was like, no, man. He's like, since they cut it back to just one night and it's that Friday because of our work, we just can't make it happen. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that really sucks." So, don't know why they've cut it back. It's possible it was because of lack of enough ticket sales. We don't know. I'm uh, not going to really speculate on that. But hopefully, we're back there next next year, maybe, and we can maybe report the on it.
1: venue wasn't open.
0: Yeah, both I days. Mean,
1: maybe the breweries didn't want to do today. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, it's,
0: it's hard to know. So, so what we're going to do? That's where we're cutting off the saver talk. Uh, so, apologies. It's just like a knife
1: in the heart. It's
0: terrible. <laughs> Uh, so, apologies for people not getting that wrap-up episode. We really are sorry. We would have rather been able to do that, yeah. but it just wasn't in the cards. Uh, so, instead, we're going to talk about what we think makes a good craft beer event. And, actually, a lot of the stuff Saver has done. Um, and while we do this, we're actually going to drink through two beers, and it is what we have left of the gift beers from Savor from the past two years. So the first beer we're going to be drinking right now, which I'm excited to drink beer because I haven't had beer in I don't know how many days, because I haven't been feeling well.
1: Carlin hasn't had anything in a couple days.
0: Yeah, I've actually not been really eating much or anything. You know how it is when you feel bad. So the first one we're starting off with um, is not the older of the two. We're doing this, you know, taste-wise. This is from the one last year, 2018, and it is Brett DeVenum. It is... A barrel-aged imperial wit with wine grapes. And I think it's a wine barrel-age, like a red wine. And it has Britannomyces. Um, It has healthy amounts of Pinot Noir and Viognier grapes. And it's done in collaboration between Port City Brewing and Crux Fermentation Project. Now, you're not going to hear me opening this and pouring it. I already did that because I remembered ahead of time this one is waxed and corked. Uh, so the last time we did it, I remember it being a long struggle to get it actually open and the other beer is cork and cage. So I was like, let's just do these off podcast. So, uh, what does the Brett DeVenum look like? Oh, and which by the way, Colin Hikes told me a few months ago that he busted open the other one of these that he had and he said it was drinking really awesome. Mm
1: -hmm. Like two or three months
0: ago, I guess it was. So we'll see. It's pretty yellow. Yeah. I assume there's a little bit of cloudiness if you get to the bottom of the bottle.
1: This is a little, it's not like super, super clear. There's a little haze.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, there's a very small amount of head on the top, and it's small bubbles pretty smells
1: much. Smells lemon and funky.
0: Mm, yeah. It's very lemony, but it also smells a little floral
1: to me. That's. I was going to say hibiscus. I don't even know why, oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. that's why, I guess.
0: I could say like a hibiscus, maybe like a little honeysuckle.
1: Too. I was just going to say that.
0: Yeah, and there is like a little honey note. There's a very slight apple in there as well, but not too much. But I get a lot of lemon, and then there's as you keep sniff sniffing it, there's a bit of a funky Brett character mm-hmm. in there that you're starting to get. Yeah, it smells really nice, very clean.
1: I was. Were you getting some of the um, grape on the nose?
0: Not really. I wouldn't say because I was smelling so much of that tart character and all the other stuff I was talking about. So, oh, I don't think I said an ABV on this. It's 8%. Wow. It doesn't taste like eight. No. It tastes like five
1: yeah, or
0: something. Yeah, I was just going to
1: say five. It's really smooth.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, it kind of tastes like a oak-aged wine a little bit. Like a beer, yeah. it does taste like a beer-wine hybrid, I think.
1: Yeah. It's really delicate. It's definitely not as like funky as the nose yeah. leads it to believe. There's a little tartness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting a lot more of the grape um, yeah. on the taste. Um, not getting as much the lemon. I'm getting some sweetness. I feel like there's
0: there's a good amount of lemon flavor to it, but it's not crossing very far into tart. It's more of like lemon with some lemon peel bitterness to balance it out. Um, and also, uh, what's the other thing? Oh, the funkiness. It's very, very slight, but it's yeah. very nice, and it's just hanging out on the end.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is tasting very nice. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the you're not big on Brett Funk, but that's good for you, right? It is. Perfect. Yeah, so that's good. I like that. I'm excited to get to the next one a little bit later if we do some talking. So I took some notes. We were talking about what okay, we think.
1: Here comes the cat.
0: I gotta oh, no, no, no no no. I gotta move. Harlan, the
1: cat. just leave her.
0: Okay, if you're gonna stay still,
1: she likes to be on the podcast with you're us. Gonna,
0: if people are hearing the microphone moving and noise, <laughs> it's because the cat's walking around the table. So just know that. I apologize for her. She'll you're, get. She'll get bored and leave. I know she and will.
1: That's why I was like, just let her go. You're trying to push her off the table. The more you push her off, the more she wants to be here.
0: That's true. That's because cats. Okay, so I'm gonna go. We're gonna go through this list and talk about each of the topics that we thought about that are good things in our opinion for a good beer event. First topic: limit ticket sales. Because in my opinion, that or was at least, more you. I, I I don't think it's more me. I think it's more us. We don't well, like to be crazy crowded.
1: I would say limit ticket sales. I mean, you said limit ticket sales. I think right. it depends on the venue. <clears throat>
0: right. right. You mean like if it's outside? If it's
1: outside, right. if it's just like a huge event, a huge space and you don't reach that. But I think I think when you're hosting an event, I think it's a good idea to have have in your mind. I mean, I guess when you're inside, you have some sort of maximum capacity yes. for fire marshal yeah. or Correct. whatever. But
0: but I would lobby for not even hitting that to make people more comfortable because uh, one thing is people don't like to be elbow to elbow. People don't like to wait in lines too long. Uh, The other thing is it just heats the room up more and people just get hot. Plus, when you're drinking, you just get hotter easier. And the other thing is like in order to do that, you can just increase the pricing of the
1: tickets. Yeah,
0: You know, you, I understand you'd be losing kind of ticket sales, but just increase the prices to make up for it so that it's more relaxed for people. Cause that's one of the things that I really did enjoy about going to Savor is you felt like you had room,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like you mm-hmm. definitely felt like you had elbow room.
1: Um, that kind of goes along with, you know, limiting the ticket kind of goes into some of our other ones with mm-hmm. crowds, like waiting in line for a beer. Yeah. Like people don't want to wait in line forever for a beer,
0: right? Which is why I had written out uh, down. Make sure you have a good breweries to attendees ratio, because you don't want it to be a situation where we and we've been at places like yeah. this where you get in line as soon as you get a beer, you just get into another line, and you'll be well done with that beer before you yeah. even get your next beer.
1: What event are you thinking of?
0: A uh, brew at the zoo. Yeah, well in we Baltimore. did the
1: octoberfest oh that's right the they same- do brew
0: at the zoo but then they do Oktoberfest. Yeah. yeah that's right yeah we yeah it was the Oktoberfest, and the lines were horrible yes. the person to brewery ratio was terrible
1: and we oh god we're such beer snobs we left the event
0: yeah we st- we stood in line for a few things the other thing is This leads into another another, thing.
1: Which is they didn't bring anything special. No.
0: Almost. I won't say none, but like most breweries didn't bring anything special. It's like stuff that's readily available. Like a brewery like Flying Dog. You know, they're very well distributed and they just had beers that you can get in the store. Like, so that leads us to our bullet point that I have down. Like, ask your breweries to bring special stuff, exclusive stuff, or at least seasonals. Mm-hmm. At least seasonals. Like, when I see at a beer event that breweries are bringing their staple beers, yeah. I'm like, uh-uh. That's ridiculous. And if everyone's doing it, I'm not going to that event. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to that event. Because I'm going to have that event by myself at my
1: house. Right. <laughs> I mean, it it depends, I guess, why you're going to an event. You know? True. Some people just want to be able to drink their face off.
0: True. And But you can do that at home and it's safer.
1: You could, <laughs> although at the Oktoberfest, you couldn't even drink your face off because the, you couldn't get to a beer.
0: Yeah, and the other thing is their taster glasses oh, yeah, were like so five ounces or something. Maybe small. not even. No,
1: I think they were. They were like they were small. Yeah, they
0: were small. They were really. They were not tidy. five
1: ounces. Five ounce. No.
0: They may have been four.
1: I don't even think. We're, oh, you're not having a. Savor Glass. No. no they are uh, smaller than that. That would have
0: been smart. We're not drinking out of Savor Glasses. We should have because we have a few. Um, yeah, that's a huge one for me is, is the beer selection. Because even, I will say, like, I was, I typed up the Savor List for this year because uh, I always do a <laughs> spreadsheet. I'm sorry. I have I to know. bring it up. But um, there were a lot of breweries that I was seeing stuff like... If I knew the breweries, familiar with them, they're bringing, like, cool, new, exclusive stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's what's awesome. But then I'd see breweries that I'm like, what? I can get both those beers. Everyone can get both those beers. Why aren't yeah. you bringing something special? And those, sta- those breweries stand out in a negative way for that reason.
1: I mean, I g- part of it, I guess, depends on the audience, though. Mm-hmm. Because some people want to just drink the tried and true,
0: yeah.
1: um, and they don't want to try anything new, and so... Uh.
0: Well, and the other thing is, where are you having the event, and who are you bringing in? Because something like Savor, it's it's very different... All right, cats will Something like Savor is very different from a lot of your beer events, actually in many ways, but the way I'm talking about right now, specifically, is that they're bringing breweries in from all around the United right. States who most likely are not distributing in that area. And the overwhelming majority are not. So you're going to try stuff, even if it's their staples, you're going to try right. stuff you've never that's had. A,
1: that's why I don't mind if in a, at an event like that if you bring your staples. That's because true. Because I don't right. – I can't get any of your stuff. But
0: I'm just saying with with like your typical beer event, say if it's like Maryland Beer Festival or something like that. You know what I mean? Or when we were going to the State College Brew Festival, which we also can't go to this year. This year is a sad,
1: sad year for
0: us. Um, That's my fault. I'm going to a horror convention that day, and I had already purchased the tickets well ahead of time. So, oops. Yeah, but one thing that I know Kyle Norman had said about the um, State College Brew Expo is that some people were kind of like saying that they don't feel like they really want to keep going back to the to that event because they kept bringing in only breweries from Pennsylvania and he was kind of like bring in other breweries so people because they were bringing in the same breweries some of these breweries were bringing the same beers same, yeah. and it's kind of like people want variety especially I mean that's the beer drinker market with craft beer right now that's, lots of variety
1: right and that's Kind of before I started in, into beer, I was a big, I still am, wine. Yeah. we will be able to go to some wine events. And, you know, being in Maryland, they have lots of local wine, but it's kind of the same thing. It's like, if you're not going to have something special there or the same people over and over again, like, there's not a draw for me to go there. Right. Exactly. Because I'm just going to, yeah, stand in line. There
0: oh. cats yelling there in the she background. Is. She probably wants more food. Um... Always.
1: Stand in line to drink something that I'm like, uh... I've had, you know, if you go to the event year after year...
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's actually a big thing for me. Do you want more of the prat Oh, no, round? I want some water. Okay, because you're going to be ready. We'll we'll get to the other beer
1: Ooh, a So my... Bit. Oh, my big thing. Carlin didn't think this was, but this is my big... I don't like when people are pouring my beer, wine, whatever, and they don't know the product. I agree with that. Like, I... One someone that can give me a little bit of tasting notes or a little history about the beer, why was it made like some fun fact maybe I didn't know about this beer, right. so even if it is a staple beer and I've had it before, like putting it under a new light or a new spin on it um, or maybe they maybe they altered the recipe this year, you know that kind of stuff makes it more personable, makes me enjoy my experience more. But I feel like I've been to events and they're and I'm, I'll ask a question, they have no clue, and they're like, oh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here. boring,
0: yeah, definitely. Like, well, and and I know
1: you can't avoid that all the time, right?
0: But well, and I think that's specifically something for like you like the extra knowledge about the beers, that's cool. But I think also that's really good for people who are not super craft beer savvy because they kind of need some guidance. Someone like me like that doesn 't really matter as much to me because I just feel like just give me the beer i 'll figure this out on my own like i 'm fine, so
1: yeah yeah, I think obviously, all of our recommendations obviously depends on a lot of different factors, are, you know. um, but I also feel like you know when you wait in line and you can only get one taste, and usually you 're at an event like that, and there's two options. You know, I want someone who can at least say, this is like this, this is like this, so mm. I can make an educated decision about what I just spent 20, 20 minutes or something waiting in line for.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. Um, one of the other things on our list, I'm looking at, I put it down, but I'm looking at it now and I'm kind of like, this isn't like a must in my opinion. So it's kind of like borderline having VIP tickets.
1: Yeah. I, I,
0: I, I like the idea if you're offering something extra and not just you get in an hour yeah. early. Like, that's dumb to me. But if you're offering something like you get a take-home gift beer with your VIP entry or you get to go to a special area like the State College Brew Expo Expo did where you get to go to a special area where certain beers that won't be served in the normal area are being served that are, like, super, super special. Like, that type of stuff is cool because people like to have that option. But you don't have to have that for it to be a good event. I just like that. Yeah. That's a me thing.
1: Brew Expo was kind of cool because it was on a ski resort in the summer, so the VIPs got to ride up the um, lift.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. That was to cool. get
1: to the VIP area, mm-hmm. so like you couldn't even see it, you know. Well, and the funny like,
0: thing about that is we didn't know ahead of time that they yeah. had bought that level of ticket. We just thought they got general admission. So they're like, "We're there," and they're like, "Oh, you guys only got general admission. We've got these VIP yeah, ones." And we're like. like what the
1: hell? <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, we, we can bypass this line. and <laughs> Yeah.
0: They're like, see you in there. Oh, we're going to the special area. See you around. Come on. So nah, that, I fine. feel
1: like that is an instance where a VIP ticket is cool. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, but yeah. a lot of the times, it's like, eh, it doesn't yeah. really...
0: Well, most of the time, it's usually just, you get in an hour earlier.
1: Which, okay. I guess, could be good, again, for crowds. Yeah. But anyway.
0: But like I said, you should just not have it crazy crowded in the first place. That's my opinion.
1: Um, are we about? Do you want to get into this next one?
0: Yeah, we can we can jump in the next beer. Okay. So well, this, next and final.
1: Yeah. So this is.
0: That's twenty seventeen, and it so was two year.
1: It was their ten year. That yeah, that anniversary. was their ten year anniversary. Yeah. So. It's called Savor X. It's by Hardywood in New Belgium. It is a Baltic porter with cacao husk.
0: Yes. It's 10%, I think. Uh, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, man. Sorry, if we had more of the uh, gift beers available, we would have done that as well, but we just don't.
1: We've Yeah, the other ones This, we... this was
0: by pure happenstance that we had these.
1: Yeah, because a lot of the other times we've given them away. Yeah. Because it's like
0: you know something special that people just can't get.
1: You know, that's kind of one of the things I was missing the most is like not being able to get the beer.
0: Do you want me to look up and tell you what the gift beer was this year?
1: Oh, do you know what it is? Yeah. What was
0: it? Um, I don't remember it verbatim, but I know it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a collaboration this time. Oh, that's it was right. by Lost
1: Abbey. That's right.
0: Which Lost Abbey is always really good. Let me.
1: um... Man. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm like at work on Thursday and I get this text message from Carlin basically saying, I, "I I like I told him we're not going and I'm like, Ugh. I know
0: I'm sorry. Oh so uh, yeah so Lost Abbey was making one called Savor's Sin. It was a wild ale with blood oranges and guava.
1: Interesting.
0: So honestly, you shouldn't be that sad about it because it's it would have been so, sour yeah. and funky. And that's not your wheelhouse. Yeah. For me, though,
1: <laughs> hey, you know, yeah,
0: it's my stupid immune system. It's usually very good, though. I, I shouldn't yeah. I was complain. Saying, you that hardly much. ever get. Sick. I don't get sick much, so
1: okay. Um, well, this is, oh yeah, this is it's dark, but
0: yeah, it looks like a porter.
1: Looking down at it, you can tell it's not thinner. It's thin, right? Yeah,
0: you can you can see through it a little bit around the edges. It's a little brownish reddish. Not much of any head to it. And when you swirl it up, you do get a little head, but it's larger bubbles.
1: It is, like, such an amazing smell. It's like malt, it's like chocolate malt.
0: Yeah, it's malty. I feel like it has a slight licorice in the nose, too.
1: It smells like, just like, it's like you're eating Whoppers.
0: Yeah, it does smell like malt. It It also smells like a mix of dark chocolate and, like, cocoa powder. I feel like. Mm. And I also get a slight salinity to it, which you usually do get with Baltic porters, mm-hmm. I feel. It smells really good. Man, as I continue to sniff it, it really smells like malt.
1: Yeah. It smells like I remember as a kid all the time getting a chocolate malt milkshake from Dairy Queen and it smells just like that. And it's pretty good. It's really good. It's good. It's kind it's a little sweet.
0: Yeah, but um, I'm surprised it doesn't taste boozier, because it's yeah.
1: 10%. It tastes like...
0: Seven and a half, maybe? Yeah.
1: Both of these beer um, have more of a thinner mouthfeel, not like super thick.
0: Yeah, I, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm,
1: very so nice, nice, though. Very, very nice.
0: Yeah, it's very soft, Um Relatively clean finish. I get a lot of that dark chocolate slash cocoa powder finish on it. I do get a little bit of that black licorice I was talking about. I'm
1: not getting that.
0: And a very slight salinity as well.
1: Man, I really want a chocolate malt milkshake right now.
0: Yeah, it does taste a little bit like that. I also smell, when I go back and smell it again and then taste it, there's a little bit of an umami note to Mm -hmm. it that's a little mushroomy.
1: Okay.
0: Not in a bad way.
1: Yeah. I feel like I need to go to Dairy Queen now.
0: Gross. No, thank you. Yeah, no, this beer's good. (laughs) No, thank you. I was actually very iffy on this one. Obviously, I had a heads up from Colin on the Brett to Venom because I was like, oh, I think that is going to be good. Mm -hmm. Plus, you know, Brett changes in a good way over time. This one, I was kind of like... I don't know. A lot of that kind of chocolatey flavor could fall out. The, you know, alcohol could become more pronounced. So I was very iffy on that. But no, these both aged quite well.
1: This may be a dumb question, but hmm. does that APV in a beer ever change with it age? It
0: can if there are still fermentables in there and yeast. And or other bugs that are active that can make that. Which I... Actually, I don't think there are other bugs that can turn... Um. Fermentable sugars into alcohol. I think it's just yeast. So if there if there's still yeast in there then and there's yeah. still fermentable sugars, then yes, that can happen.
1: Okay.
0: Unless okay. you keep it cold, uh, and then in that case, it cannot happen. If if it's the the right type of yeast, I believe that isn't active at at whatever that temperature interesting.
1: is. Interesting.
0: So, and usually people's refrigerators are much colder than how yeast can activate... at a level where yeast can activate.
1: Yeah. So. Okay, well, these are both good. Yeah,
0: these are good. All Let's, right.
1: So what else is on your list?
0: So, uh, make sure beer styles are diverse. Oh, right, right, right. That's another thing. Don't don't um, show up... Don't allow breweries to show up and be like, say you have 100 beers and like 70 of them are IPAs. Like, I know IPAs are popular, but... Unless you
1: know. it's like an IPA festival or something like that.
0: True. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, Well, and that reminds me, there are some really good festivals I've heard of, like Fobab. Right. Which is in Chicago and it's just for barrel-aged beers.
1: That's on so, our bucket
0: list. Yeah, I really want to do that at some point. I've heard it's really awesome. Also, Matt Harvey, my buddy who had sent us beers for that Beer Mail episode that uh, was up recently, he really wants me to come and join him for Dark Lord Day right. at Three Floyds, because he goes usually every year.
1: That does not sound fun, though.
0: Um, well, for you, because there's heavy metal music. I could deal with that. That's fine. I used to love heavy metal. I don't listen to it as much anymore, but some here and there.
1: Yeah. I was like, nothing about that sounds <laughs> fun to me. <laughs> sounds
0: like a personal hell for Rebecca. Yeah, I'm
1: like, no, thank you. <laughs>
0: People screaming at I'll you with to music. Drink
1: your uh the fruits yeah. of your labor.
0: But, you but you know, going back to it, you just have to have a diverse representation of styles because there are a lot of people who like different stuff. Oh,
1: yeah. You know, yeah. And,
0: and not just that, but you should also be encouraging people to not just drink the same stuff all the time.
1: Um, water stations.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, that's actually my next thing. Oh, okay. I was going to say, have dump buckets if you're inside and water. Uh, And I also put a note, you don't want to force people to drink beer they don't like. (laughs) Um, Outside, obviously, people can just chuck it. We do that. If we go to outside beer festivals, that's fine. But if you're inside, you should have dump buckets and make sure people are regularly cleaning those out.
1: Yes. And
0: have water. Have plenty of water available because you want people to stay hydrated. Yeah. But the other thing to think about is not just the whole issue of making people drink beer they don't like. But it's also the issue of you're going to get people more intoxicated when they don't need to be. Right. Because a lot of people, if they get beer, they don't want to throw it out. But if they're outside, it's a lot easier to do that. Or if there's a receptacle there where they're like, oh, well, I can just throw it here if Mm -hmm. I don't really like it. Um, Because just think about it. Like, you're at a festival. You get beer poured for you. There's nowhere to pour it out. What are you going to do? You're going to drink it. Like, you have to. You don't really have an option because they usually only give you one glass or one, you know, plastic glass to drink out of. So, it's got to go somehow.
1: Some way. Pour somehow. it in someone.
0: I guess, I mean, I guess you can just, like, walk by and slightly pour it in someone else's glass.
1: <laughs> or maybe you have, like, a buddy who will just drink anything. Yeah.
0: Get your uh, human dumpster friend. <laughs> and just be like, there you go. You'll drink anything. So,
1: what goes in, water and beer, has to come out, mm-hmm. which leads to bathrooms. Yes.
0: So, water and dump buckets. Very important. Uh yes. Have ample bathrooms to minimize line time. We have been at some places where lines for bathrooms are ridiculously yeah. long and that's not okay. It's just
1: like cramps your style.
0: You know how many people are coming to your event. You can get porta potties if it's outside. Ugh. Uh if it's inside, it's a little harder yeah. to figure that one out, but maybe if it's inside you can put porta potties outside too that people
1: can go no, to. No, 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 no.
0: no <laughs> I don't know. Well
1: that goes back to limit ticket sales.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, totally. But and then no it one also wants to
1: do that because they all want to make a buck.
0: It also goes back to if you're attending, sweep the area, take a look around and figure out where all the bathrooms yeah. are and which ones people are not typically yeah. going to. Because usually when people are drinking, they'll go to the bathroom they see first. And so, like, when we've been going to saber we've said it on our wrap-up episodes before. We go to the bathroom always on the second floor, which is open. And they only have a few breweries set up set up, up there. But people aren't going up there all that often because c- that's not where the majority of the beer is. So, if you go up there, no line. Yeah.
1: In, in and out. In and
0: out every time. Then you come downstairs, lines for yeah. the bathrooms downstairs. So
1: you want to maximize your drinking time. hmm And then...
0: Next uh, is
1: next.
0: Um, have some food. sort of food. Have a food option, whether it's you are at as the event are providing food for people like Saver does, and that's obviously included into the ticket pricing, or allow like food trucks to show yeah. up, or allow someone you know get someone to cater it, or you know allow vendors to come in and set up tables if it's inside. Yeah, yeah just have food options. Popcorn there.
1: pretzels. Mm-hmm.
0: Or, yeah, I mean, that's even something small you can do. You don't have to have your food license if you're just getting, like, bags of chips or, like, prepackaged pretzels, things like that. As long as you're not handling it and it's prepackaged, you can resell that stuff and no problem. Just something that people can munch on because, once again, you don't want to encourage people to get too drunk and as long as they have something to eat. Plus, actually, people will stick around more if they do have something to eat so they can fill their stomachs. Um So that's that. Uh, Offer a designated driver ticket Mm. option and or have a deal with Uber and or Lyft or set up bus trips. Right. I know there are a bunch of events who do different variations of this. I think most events I've seen do offer designated driver tickets.
1: Yeah. Which is good for either for a designated driver, a woman who's pregnant, maybe Mm, someone just for health reasons can't drink or doesn't want to drink. Right.
0: Um, You always want to encourage people not to drive drunk and do everything you can. When we went to the State State College Brew Expo, they had a deal, like a special code you could use with Lyft and Uber so that you could get a discount on your trip, which was nice. But it also ended up not mattering that much at the end of the night when availability was so low and the prices yeah. just got jacked up the hell so so that's kind of yeah it's good it's not good so but plan ahead yeah and then bus buses um i know there are places that'll coordinate bus trips to yeah. the places and then the last thing i have on here i put it on it i put it on for you i didn't really care Me? about this so much well you said it what did I and say? i was like eh, uh, potentially have music or, ga- oh, or games oh yeah so you can go on that because i don't really No, I think it
1: just, well, again, it depends on the space for the venue, but, you know, kind of setting the ambiance, you know, with music, having games, you know, just really kind of setting the stage and making it more fun for people.
0: Yeah, and I, but part of the problem, too, is, like, know your audience with that, especially with the music, because there have been times where we go someplace, not necessarily like a beer event, but we go someplace and we're like, I hate the music. And it just like annoys me the whole time. I'm just like, I just wish it would stop.
1: Yeah.
0: Or like if they're, if they don't um, have the volume at a reasonable
1: level. Well, yes. And they're just like
0: blasting out people's eardrums the whole time. You can't talk to your, you can't talk to anyone. Yeah. So that, I mean, I think it
1: depends. I mean, we've been at, I know we've been at wine festivals and they had that 80s cover band. Oh.
0: Judo yeah, is what they're called. It was amazing. <laughs> it was years ago. But that's just but for that us. Like, we liked 80s. A there lot of people been... like
1: 80s music. Yeah, though.
0: but there could have been people there who were like, oh, God. But, like, for me, if I go to a, a, any place and they're playing, like, all country music, I'm going to want to leave really fast. Because I hate country music well, so much.
1: So. Well, they do. It was, like, more country pop.
0: Who? What
1: are you talking about? We were at that last Duclau event.
0: Uh, no, I thought they, they were kind of more folk.
1: Um, maybe. Yeah,
0: they were more folk, they which is good. very different. I forget what their name was, but yes, 100 they were Proof. Oh, was that them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they were, they, they were, were good. good. Um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, I think the only other thing I could say about f- festivals is, I lost it.
1: Oh, my like That was like fast.
0: That. It was real. Oh, yes. No, I got it back oh, real wow. quick. I just got it back. This is what happens when you're sick and you ha- you're you kind of malnourished a little bit. Um, a <laughs> yes, so little of bit. You're- so I, um, I liked when we were at the State College Brew Expo where some of the breweries were doing time release oh, beers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was
1: fun. Where
0: they were like, these are the beers that are available right now, but if you come back at this time, we're releasing these cans of beer that you can have. And then at this time we'll be releasing this yeah. other can of beer that we'll crack open and pour for you.
1: And they were also doing running stuff through Randall's there.
0: Yeah, that's which another thing. Fun. Yeah, so like get creative. Like have fun stuff going on. And I know with with a lot of those, those were probably just brewery specific. Like they just decided on their own to do yeah. that. But if you're setting up an event like encourage, like, encourage this type of stuff, be like, you know, it would be really cool if you did this. Yeah. So
1: well, and it's also a great way as a brewery to get Opinions of Mm. what what's working, what's not working. What do you like? What do you not like?
0: You know what would actually be an awesome idea for a beer event? A Randall-only event. Where like you have different stations set up and each one's like a different Randall, but it's just a few, it's like a few beers. Like, say you do like five or six beers, base beers, and you have a bunch of stations set up. And at each station is like a different type of randle, and each beer is run through that same type of randle there. And you just keep going around to the stations and trying yeah. these different beers with these randles. That would be a lot of fun. Someone should pick up on that, because I'm not going to organize that.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say, well, I a lot I of think-
0: work. Not doing it. But be creative, people. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, um, all right, well, there's only two beers, but <laughs> let's rank them.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I pick Sabre X and then the Brett.
0: Saber x is your number one
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm going the breath to venom is my number one Kay. dude that's oh man the they're both really i they mean good, doing I mean. really well right now but i think the one that's done the best over time that's improved the most is the breath of venom like it is changed in the best way i love it
1: okay
0: all right well, well i
1: guess
0: uh, that's it once again sorry everyone this just wasn't A saver wrap-up. I guess most of all, sorry, Rebecca. Yeah, you owe me. She was really bummed. I mean, in all fairness, we were both very bummed. And I actually felt really guilty, too. Because I was like, this is my fault. Because I'm sick. But then
1: then he's like, kiss me, kiss me. I'm like, hell no, I'm not getting sick.
0: I never said that.
1: (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, Check us out on Instagram and um, Facebook. You can email us at brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com.
0: Oh, and also, if you want to listen to the past Saver episodes, the past Saver wrap-up episodes, which I think we've done it for the last four years, um, you can go back and check it out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. But if it's not showing up, because a lot of those will kind of cycle off after a certain number, you can go to the website archive.org. And just search Brutal Battle, and you'll be able to find every single episode ever done. And yes, you could even go back to episode number one that is unbelievably terrible.
1: I kind of want to listen to it.
0: Unbelievably terrible. <laughs> like, the first, I don't even know how many. I feel like it's got to be, like, the first 50 or something or just not even good. Really? Well, I mean, because the thing is, at the time, you think they're good. But then you just get better and better as time goes on. So then once you're at where we are now, which I think is, like we got to be about 300 or more episodes total at this point. Probably over 300. Looking back at number one, yeah, that sucked. In comparison (laughs) to where we are. So, anyway, if people want to kind of listen to that and laugh, go ahead. Archive.org, it's there. Just search Brutal Battle.
1: And always please remember to...
0: Keep it brutal.